Hello, and welcome to The, the Granny, Granny Cab, a show where we discuss random topics and we talk nonstop until somebody tells us to fucking stop. So what are we talking about first? Explain who we are, what we do, what's up with the sitch. That's probably the best case scenario, for sure. <laughs> scenario. All right. All right. I'll let you, I'll let you go first. First things first. I'm the realist. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you wouldn't have said that. <laughs> anyway, first things first. Uh, we work for a moving company. We move furniture. We drive trucks. Uh, we work together just about every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we decided one day, <laughs> shit, we should make a podcast, man. Uh, we're kind of funny. Not really. Yeah. Um, but uh, people laugh at us. All, all the time. All, all the time. time. So we figured, you know what? Why not make money off of that? So here we are. Might make a penny. Might make a dime. Uh, Parker is, don't let him fool you. He's the one to my right, not to my left. There's no one to my left, in case you were wondering. And Blake is to my left, not to my right. No one's to my right. In case you were also wondering. Uh, Parker is, how old are you, Parker? 19. Parker is 25. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody needs to know how old I am. Oh, Wait till we get the video going. Shit. You'll see the white hair. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, we're going to make this podcast. We're going to release it every... We're going to record it every Monday. We're going to release it every Saturday or Sunday. Um, and basically, the podcast is going to consist of stories throughout the week because you might not realize it, but moving comes with a lot of customer service. We deal with a lot of strange... Very strange people. A lot of weird stuff goes on. Weird stuff. Finding weird things under beds. If you know what we um, mean. Very, very, very strange things going on. Even finding some stuff in the driveway. Yeah. Pictures that... Mm. Unmentionables, basically. Mm. The goods. Um, the real good stuff. Come across some pretty cool people. Come across some pretty not cool people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty jerks out there. Um, right. So basically, we're just going to talk about those stories... Um, and other random things. And we kind of wanted to make this podcast in segments where every so often we switch it up and we do a different segment, a different bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the better we get at it, the more fun it's going to be. Um, hopefully we're going to get good enough to where we can do editing and add effects and make it funny because we really want this to be kind of a, not only a podcast, but a show, mm-hmm. a Monty Python style you know, multiple bits within bits in bits and inside jokes and recurring characters and, you know. Um, That's the plan anyway. That is the plan. So. Uh, but we don't know how to fucking start it. That's why we're rambling. <laughs> That's the truth. Uh, I think Parker is microphone shy. Uh, we're talking to a wall and right a plant. Now. Very and a plant. plant. There's this? a plant in front. A microphone. Let me break it down for you. All right. I'll break it down. Break, break down the setting. All right. So the setting is we're in my kitchen. Um, behind us is a window. You might not be able to hear those birds, but there's birds in a window. And there it is. Um, but we are back to the window in the wall facing the kitchen sitting at my dining room table. Mm-hmm. So I'm staring at my oven. Mm-hmm. Which the time is off, by the way. The time is very far off by more than an hour, actually. Wow. Hour 15. Um, And on the table, we have a microphone, a laptop, and a plant. Mm -hmm. It's very empty in here. I just moved in. Yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe. Well, hopefully, eventually, I've got a spare bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping if this podcast takes off, Parker... Hopefully, that's the plan. Then we will make it a nice, spacious spot where we can set up a table. Video. And have video uh-huh. and microphones and whole nine yards. We want to get special guests on here eventually. We want to have uh, guest stars with you know people that we work with coming in to tell stories. Uh, possibly even one of our bosses might come along one time. Oh, yeah. You'll, um, you'll really like him. You know, all, all sorts of things like that. Um, but it's going to take time. It's oh, yeah. going to take dedication and mm-hmm. it's going to take amazing fans like you. Thank you, Heath, our only watcher. Yes. We love uh, you. And Heath. that one guy in the back yeah. over there. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. He knows what's up. Yeah. Um, 
Anything else you want to add to the introduction? No, I think you just about covered every bit of it. So I'll say we. All right. You want to move straight into our next topic? Sure. Why not? Sure. All right. So we've come up with a segment that we want to call hot takes. And this will be a once a week thing. We want to have it in every single one of Mm -hmm. our podcasts where for, say, about 15 minutes or so, we just sit here and we discuss random hot takes on the Internet. Um, We'll try and put together a bunch of different ones. And basically, the idea is that one of us will be bringing these takes up to the other. Mm -hmm. So I will be sitting opposite from Parker, um, telling him one of these hot takes that I've read. And then I want his response on the take. And then we'll come together and discuss that, whatever that take is, whatever that opinion might be. So if we're ready, we're going to go ahead and start. And if you don't know what a hot take is. It's like a controversial internet thing, like does pineapple belong on pizza or not? Just topics like that. Controversial. Yeah, if you would. Uh, Most of the time, hot takes are usually wrong. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're correct. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, they're right. It just depends on the person. Sometimes they're absurd, too. You know, uh, one that comes to mind is, do you like a mullet on your toilet paper or Mm -hmm. bangs? Mm-hmm. Do you let the toilet paper fold to the front or do you let it fold to the back? Which one do you like? Well, me growing up, I was always told put the toilet paper to the back. because Really? Yeah. I, was, I was told different. I was told put a mullet on it because when the cats, I grew up with cats, uh, so I didn't have cats, would come in and they'd mess with it, it wouldn't fall down. Okay. Right? I got you. See, I didn't have cats, Just so I like, had mine in the front. Do you leave the toilet seat up or down? I like all up. the way up or down. I leave mine all the way up. Really? Mm-hmm. I was always told, again, a cat thing. I was always told to keep it down because yeah. the cats will fall in the toilet yeah. bowl. I mean, every so everywhere I go, yeah. I, I close the toilet bowl. No, like my bathroom, I'm the only one who uses it, so I'll leave it up. <clears throat> yeah. But now if there's guests, I'll put it back down for them. <laughs> Can you believe that some women want to mm-hmm. yell at men mm-hmm. for leaving the toilet seat up because they're going to fall in they're going to fall in but I've how never hard is in? it to look at a toilet oh well if it's dark at nighttime i'm gonna fall in the yeah. toilet bitch look at the seat before you sit down who doesn't look at the seat why is it going to be dark they're not going to turn the lights on you ain't going to turn the light on in the middle of the night when you go to the bathroom i've never fallen in the toilet once. come on maybe a porta potty but not a toilet all right all right. I, guess, hot I guess we start on this hot take. Yes. Oh. Okay. This one is something else. <sighs> All right. I believe these were written by different people. So I think I'm going to read the take and then I'm going to read what is written underneath of it. Mm hmm. And then we will discuss. Okay. Gotcha. So it starts off. Let me get in close for this because this. It says cheese isn't great. Already my heart hurts. My skin is burning and it's not my body herpes. We'll We'll get into that later on. It says unless you're willing to drop some real dough on high quality imported brie. The stuff you're picking out of the deli section of the local Vons is cheap and gross and tastes like any other shrink-wrapped hunk of cheddar. Mm. You only like cheese because it's actually addictive. And places like Urban Outfitters make t-shirts that celebrate it. Tell me how you feel about that. I love cheese. I'm fine with a $5 Walmart pack, the brick of Colby Jack. I will chop it up and eat slices all day long. Mm-hmm. Colby Jack, mozzarella, mm-hmm. Parmesan, mm-hmm. Parmigiano Reggiano, mm-hmm. Sargento, mm-hmm. American, <laughs> all of them. Keep it going. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Love all the cheeses. He said brie. <laughs> <laughs> mm, cheese is just said, so good. I like Munzner. Mm-hmm. I like brie. <laughs> but you eat too much, you'll get clogged up, which kind of sucks, but it's worth it at the same time. All right. I'll all put right. cheese on anything I can. Cheese isn't great. Mm. Now, that right there just makes my skin crawl. I love cheese. Mm-hmm. I'll take me a whole bag of some Bay Bells. Mm. Bay Bell cheese. Go to town. Pop them in my mouth and eat them like bubblegum. All right. Now, 
This one is even worse. This next one. This next one says, Neither is bacon. Mm. It says, Bacon and the entire culture that celebrates it is awful. It's cured meat. There's no reason it should be anywhere near candy. Cologne or interior design. Hmm. If you love bacon enough to wear it, chances are you're in need of a real hobby. Hmm. Now, I don't know anyone who consumes bacon as a hobby. It's a more of a lifestyle yeah. than it is a hobby, really, I believe, because bacon um, is, I mean, it's delicious. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't go as far as taking bacon showers. Yeah. Bacon cologne. Bacon bath. Bacon bath. Now that I say it, my mouth is watering. We, we, yeah, we, we got to do that. We might have to do that. But maybe they had you a know bad what? experience. 200,000 streams on this podcast. We'll put out a video of me and Parker taking a bath in bacon. Hot, sizzling, greasy bacon. Naked. Well, maybe not naked. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they had a bad experience with turkey bacon. Turkey bacon Tur- is awful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. awful. You'll hear me say it a thousand times. But the things you at can do. At least once per episode. While you're cooking bacon, though. Mm. Make an omelet. I like bacon, to. Crisp it in the bacon grease. I like in the, to in the cook pan. my bacon mm-hmm. shirtless. Mm-hmm. Because it's like a battle. It's like oh. I've won something yeah. when I'm done because i got scars. Mm-hmm. Your skin mm. is just scalding hot. Mm. Now, this one here, mm. before I read it off, I truly, truly agree with it 100%, just so you know. I agree. This one here says, emotional support animals shouldn't be considered service animals. I agree with now, it. I agree with that. Now, let me read this bottom part here. Let's see what it says. It says it's easy to buy a service certificate off the internet for a few bucks that'll grant you the ability to bring your beloved doggo on an airplane or to the movies or whatever. But 90% of the time, that certificate is complete bullshit. And bringing an emotional support turtle inside a restaurant is a slap in the face to the people who actually need the help Mm -hmm. of a trained animal. True. Some people have emotional support Mm -hmm. cats. Mm Mm-hmm. What is a cat going to do? What's a cat In, gonna Unless do? it is specifically trained to like claw you if you're having a heart attack or something. A cat is one of the most emotionless mm-hmm. animals you've ever seen in your life. Now, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I appreciate cats and I love them dearly. But. Should not be. A dog will come lay in your lap mm-hmm. if you're crying. Mm-hmm. A cat will give you a. Just this terrible look as it passes you walking yeah. down the hallway. So, yeah, you better just, to die. yeah, you're gonna clean up my shit later. Mm-hmm. You're gonna scoop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I fully believe and support that statement right mm-hmm. there that it takes away from, say, a service member mm-hmm. who lost a leg, lost their hearing, lost their vision. Like the blind dogs. Yes, something, something terrible has happened to them, mm-hmm. and, and now they need help. And they they need it from a dog. Mm-hmm. They need it from you know whatever animal is there to help them. Typically, mm-hmm. it is dogs. Um, but it really puts a bad name to service animals. Or it could be one of those dogs that alert of like low blood sugar, yeah, or seizures, low, low blood or sugar. They can uh, smell your spit, you know, and tell you if you are yeah. uh, diabetic or in need of sugar or whatever. Yeah, those are good. But just exactly. any old animal, no. Exactly. All right, let's move on to the next one. This next one here says Southern California is not at all a paradise. Completely agree. 100%. Shit show. Balmy 75 degree weather year round is incredibly boring. No one understands how to drive or generally function as a member of society. And people are self-entitled and mean. Plus, it costs more to live in Southern California than pretty much anywhere else. And credit card debt is inescapable. I'll agree with that. I have personal experience with this. I was raised and born in Southern California, Orange County, uh, until I was, I don't know, 11, 12 years old. It is a terrible, terrible, Mm -hmm. terrible, as close to hell as you can get. Well, I'm not going to discredit other places outside of the U.S., but within the United States, I'd say most of North America to begin with, 
California is probably one of the worst places mm-hmm. you can go, let alone live. The only thing I disagree in that statement is the 75 degree weather year round. I could do that. No, you couldn't. Oh, I love I love it being warm. It is not always 75 degrees. Well, I just, that's what that says. <laughs> that's though. what that says. That's, that's what that that's meant what that said. says. No, but it's, I mean, the weather is decent, but it does get to the point where it's like, you like wearing flannels, right? Mm-hmm. You can't wear them. They're nice. Oh, yeah. You can't wear them. It's too hot. Yeah. You've got a couple jackets that year round you're like, hey, I, like I can't it. wait to pull yeah. that jacket out of the closet. <laughs> I know I look good in it. Yeah. You know, your cowboy boots, mm-hmm. your feet will stink and be covered in sweat nonstop because 75 degrees is a lie. Mm-hmm. Most of the time during the summer and the spring and even the fall sometimes. Really? 110 degrees. Could be a little biased because it's been it snowed here a couple days ago. <laughs> Could be a little biased by that, but bad. Missing the warm weather. Okay. Uh, next one is small children should cost more to travel. Hmm. It's true. I believe when shipping a child in a box, Wayfair, mm-hmm. you know, a la yeah. Wayfair, yeah. Uh, it should probably cost more because children, they weigh more. So if I'm going to box them up at a low flat, you know, low cost yeah. flat rate. Yeah, for sure. Know, for sure. Is that what he meant? I don't, I don't think so. Me. Okay. Let's read it. Uh, have you ever had to share a plane with a child aged two to 12 years old? Yes. It's an actual nightmare. Agreed. Mm-hmm. They're restless and loud and their parents never seem to have full or any control over them. Beach yo kids. Mm-hmm. And how is it that they take up more space than three grown adults combined? They're always crawling. They cannot sit still. It's fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Very bad. It's terrible. We live in a society where parents do not beat their children. Mm-hmm. When I was raised up, if I made a single fucking noise that my parents did not appreciate mm-hmm. out in public, mm-hmm. I was smacked. Where I stood. Mm-hmm. I got yanked into the women's restroom by my mom. My parents All the never pulled me away. They made sure everyone could see. Because what is worse than the pain of being smacked or spanked or whatever? The embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Being embarrassed. Because as a child, you don't realize that it's not embarrassing. You're never going to see these people again in your entire life. Who cares? But in that moment time, yes, it's rough. Yes, you were thinking, this is the end. (laughs) I fucked up. Uh This is the end. I'm dead. And for the rest of your life, you're thinking, I shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. I should not speak out. Mm -hmm. I should not be a ridiculous member of society. I should actually try. Yeah. Fully agree. Fully. Next one is flavored coffee gets a bad rap. I agree to that one. Coffee culture is a snobby sort of business these days. And somehow flavored coffee got pushed to the bottom of the chain, landing somewhere near the dredges served at 7-Eleven. But there's nothing wrong with a cup of French vanilla or Texas pecan, especially when it saves you from having to add cream and sugar. Hold up. Yeah. Texas what? What now? What was that? (laughs) How did I say it? Pecan. I said pecan? Yes. How do you say it? Pecan? Pecan. Pecan, pecan. It's pecan. Pecan, pecan. Pecan. Where are you from? Here. I guess I am too now. Well, it's pecan, so. But yeah, I like flavored coffee, but not overly sugared. I just like that hint of, I like French vanilla. Yeah. So that's, that's. I mean, I like. I'll agree to the statement. I like just black coffee, so it doesn't really matter the flavor to me. Yeah. You know. Like uh, at the pilot, mm-hmm. they had, um, oh, I forget what it was. It was like some sort of whiskey, pecan, mm-hmm. something. And it was actually pretty good. Yeah. It was actually pretty good. But I just drink it black. Yeah. And it, like if you ever come out camping with us, mm-hmm. I will take a big pot and I'll make us some cowboy coffee. Mm-hmm. And basically what you do is you just take your fine ground coffee beans and you throw it in that pot, fill it full of water and just boil the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. And it actually boiling, it takes out the acidity mm. out of it. And then you throw a little bit of salt, literally just a pinch. Mm-hmm. And then you throw some eggshells in it. And then interesting, pull it off the heat, give it a splash of cold water. And that the eggshells, the salt, and the cold water help all of the um, floating debris, mm-hmm. the floating um, grounds soak to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And now you just pour off the top and you've got this beautiful, rich mm. coffee. Interesting. <clears throat> Yeah, but flavored coffee, who fucking cares? Yeah. You know, that's not really something that yeah. I'd 
feel like arguing, drink what you want to drink. Yeah. You know, it's up to you. Now this next one. Oh yeah, boils Here, my let me, blood. Let me see if I can, you know, give you a little sneak peek of what it is. ASMR videos are annoying as fuck. Fully agree. One hundred percent. I hate them. Every time I see them, I skip them. Have you seen that they're making porn ASMR? ASMR porn. I haven't. ASMR porn. That's gross. Yeah. Yeah. I only watched it once or twice. Uh, <laughs> it said, it says, when did these become a thing? One second, the Instagram Explorer page was filled with terrible memes and dad jokes. And the next, there's, <laughs> that's spelled wrong. <laughs> and there is this slime and soft sounds. And people trying desperately to get likes based on relaxation responses, but mostly slime. The ones I hate are when they're chewing right next to the microphone. Yeah. I already hate yeah. people chewing loud. I don't like people getting that close in my ears anyway. Mm -hmm. So simulating mm -hmm. somebody being in my ear that close, why would I want to do that? Yeah. Why do I want to do that? I don't like people, and I don't know why. I know a lot of people aren't like this, but I don't like people getting next to my neck mm -hmm. too close. Like I feel like. I don't know, vampire movies or something, I guess, or like dogs or whatever, mm -hmm. like trying to bite my neck. But like, I don't, I don't like that. So why yeah. would I want to put headphones on and imagine somebody in my ear like that? I know. I, I cannot stand them though. It's terrible. It is very terrible. Okay. Next one. All right. Skipping breakfast is perfectly fine and healthy. Mm. I mean, I do it every day. Yeah. So I probably have to agree with it. Yeah. Um, it says not everyone requires the whole three solid meals a day thing. And there's no proof that people who eat breakfast are any better off than those who don't. While we're at it, turning a bag of popcorn into a meal is okay too, but not necessarily recommended on a regular basis. I mean, you know, yeah. if it gets you through the day. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, typically don't eat breakfast, mm -hmm. you know, stop at a gas station every morning. Yeah. Energy drink. And maybe a bag of chips or I something. I mean, hell, what we eat for breakfast every day at the pilot yeah. is uh, Kinder Eggs. Yeah. Those are so good, by the way. Not a sponsor. Delicious. Yeah. Delicious. We Oh, we should try and get sponsored by Kinder. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine getting a pallet full of fucking Kinder Eggs? That would be amazing. <laughs> maybe we just get a tub of that goo, whatever's oh, inside of it. But We live in uh, Sweden, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, but breakfast is not required. I've never seen that, so I'm just yeah. asking. Mm. Ooh, real hot take here. Mm. Real hooey. Mm. Nicolas Cage is a good actor. Typically, when you think of Nicolas Cage, what immediately comes to mind is face off, crazy eyes, con air, uh, pantene level hair, or the Wicker Man and the Bees. That's a good movie. Mm -hmm. But let's not forget the Cage is an Academy, Academy winning. Mm, edit that out. Academy Award winner twice over. And for all of the garbage he's put out, he's still given us some incredible performances. Seen some good National Treasure when I was little. That was a good one. Banging movie. Mm -hmm. Banging uh, movie. Have you seen Next, where he can predict the future? Yes. A couple seconds ahead. Yes. That's a pretty good one. Great movies. I think he's a good actor. Better than Oliver. I think be. he is a good actor. I think a lot of it comes from put him in movies he wants to be in. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, make him do something he wants to yeah, do. And write it to his character. Yeah. Because Nicolas Cage is one of those guys where in every movie he's the same character. Yeah. He always acts as the same guy. Mm -hmm. Whereas you got like Leonardo DiCaprio who acts as... Everybody. You know, Wolf literally Wall Street, anybody Titanic, he wants everything. to be. The voice changes. Yeah. The look changes. The way he holds his face changes. But that could know? be because he is a much better actor. He is DiCaprio better. is. Yeah. Versus Nicolas Cage. So he can yes. only play one character. True. True, so, true, 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 true. I don't know. All right, enough of that. Let's go to moving stories. What is moving stories? We deal with people six days a week moving their houses and stuff. And you come across some pretty interesting finds, either items that they leave behind under their bed or even just the people themselves. Strange people. Very strange people. <laughs> <laughs> um... What story do you want to start with? Probably it broke. It broke? It broke. You want to talk about it broke? It broke. It broke. It broke. That's a good one. All right. Other day, what was it? It was... Was it Tuesday? Wednesday? 
Tuesday or Wednesday, yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday. We moved to family. Um, supposed to be a simple, easy job. All right. So what we what we were told is that it was a partial house to apartment. Now, when you hear those words, you hear sweet, sweet. This is awesome. This is easy. Mm-hmm. Um, not so easy. No, not so easy. Not turned late, out to be a lot of stuff. Late day. Uh, it was just the two of us. Bunch of bullshit. Um, but as as we're first doing our initial walkthrough and kind of mm-hmm. looking around, you know, figuring out what we're going to do. Hey, man, what are we taking for you? That sort of situation. Um, Seemed really simple then. Very simple. And she's she's kind of trying to make conversation, talking to us. Mm-hmm. And Real nice lady at first. She tells us that her 14-year-old son has, what's the proper term? Impregnated. Mm-hmm. Knocked up. Boned. Smashed. Raw dogged. <laughs> Raw dogged. Um, um, the neighborhood. The neighborhood 13-year-old whore. Yes. In other terms. In other terms. I mean, in, in lack of better words, <laughs> uh, he has impregnated a 13-year-old. Don't worry, though. She's almost 14. Mm-hmm. Almost 14. 14 um, in a couple months. In baby's a couple due months. in August. Yeah, baby's due in August, just in case you were wondering. But at first, how she brought it up, she said, all that crib stuff in there, that's for my 14-year-old. And at this time, we haven't <laughs> met him, so I was thinking, maybe he's retarded or something. <laughs> Kid's retarded? Mm. I said, okay, no judgment. And then she says, yeah, he has a kid on the way. We're like, damn. Damn, Jody. Phew. But hour or so goes by, 14-year-old kid shows up. Mm. Looks like a douchebag. Complete douchebag. Looks nothing like the dad. Complete douchebag. <laughs> now, if you live in the South, mm-hmm. you know there's this thing called a storm door. Mm-hmm. Okay. And a storm door is basically like a screen door, but it's got glass and it's, it's like a secondary door. Mm-hmm. Right. Typically, they are on uh, hydraulic openers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, when you open it, it will close itself back. Now- when you're moving furniture in and out of a doorway nonstop that needs to be held open, you don't want that door to keep slapping you. Mm-hmm. So what we did is we took the pin out of that door. Now, super simple. You pull the pin out. When you want to put it back together, you it stretch it, right pop the in. pin right back in. Super easy. Do it all the time. Do it just about every day. And it just keeps the door wide keeps open. Keeps the door wide open. Now, when this kid shows up, our first thoughts are, look at this douchebag. Mm-hmm. Well, he then proved to us that our assumptions were correct. Mm-hmm. Because he, <laughs> he goes over to his mom and he says, hey, mom, door broke. And that's exactly how I said it, too. Door broke. Door broke. And as we're trying to explain, hey, you know, no, it's not broke. We just pulled the pin out of it because mm-hmm. we can get in trouble for some of these things, especially accusations. Mm-hmm. Uh, accusations happen all the time where it's something that we didn't actually cause, but yeah. we have no proof to say that it wasn't us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're trying to settle the situation and say, no, no, no. We'll fix that before we leave. It's not broken. We just took the pin out of it. She says, sweetie, the door's been broke for a while. <laughs> and he goes, door more broke. Door more broke and we just look at each other like what the fuck door broke door broke yeah yeah so all day all day we're saying door broke (laughs) or whatever constantly something broke yeah you know truck broke even if it didn't break hey could you guys hurry up nah man motivation broke Mm -hmm. everything yeah everything so we get done with that Mm -hmm. took us forever to load up the truck finally we're done with it we get to our offload at this shitty apartment And they're yelling at us saying, you need to move the truck. You can't park there. You're going to block people in. Well, the entire, what, six hours that we were there unloading? Yeah, six hours. About six hours that we were there unloading, not a single one of those cars that we were supposedly going to block in moved at all. But instead, we had to park in the middle of this parking lot and walk about a 15-minute walk Uh back and forth between the apartment and Mm -hmm. our truck. And when you're carrying something heavy, it's a lot more time. Lots of time. Because you got to go... Down the steps and then all the way back back to the end of this hall. So it it took quite a while. So while we're unloading this truck, we took a couple breaks in between just stopping and getting a drink, you know, Mm -hmm. doing whatever. So we're sitting down for really our only break, Mm -hmm. only actual break. Yeah. Sit down for five minutes just to relax, take our breath, let our feet rest. Yep. Get our backs rest before we pick up the same dresser. You know, whatever. Um and this 14-year-old comes up to the truck and he looks at me and he says, hey, uh, man, I'm hungry. 
any way that you guys could like hurry up or something. And I looked at this kid right in the eyes and I said, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, he goes, yeah, well, man, I just, I haven't, I haven't eaten at all, all day. <laughs> and I said, well, neither have we. Neither so, have we. And by this time it was what, four o'clock in the afternoon? About four or five o'clock. Yeah. So yeah, we're hungry. We want to leave. And he rolled away on his and, rib stick. <laughs> uh, this was after he just got up from a nap at, in the middle of the afternoon. Yep, yeah. He fell asleep at three o'clock mm-hmm. and he woke up at four and we couldn't put a thing in his bedroom. Well, we'd wake him up. Because he was asleep. And then later on, what was it? Eight o'clock or something. Eight o'clock. We finally we get to the boxes in the granny cab. I like what you did there. Uh, yeah. Um, boxes have labels on them, but at this time, we're two, hour, two hours over time. And they are, they're not paying for this two hours. It's free, basically. Because mm-hmm. none of us wanted to talk to him to mm-hmm. push more payment. It was um, just awkward. It was awkward. There. It was awkward. We get down there with our first dolly load. Husband's like, the boxes should say where they go on them. And Blake says, we don't have time for that. We don't have time for that. He gets all pissed off at that and whatnot. And it was just, it's kind of funny. It was really funny. Mm-hmm. It was really funny. They sent their nine-year-old daughter up to the truck mm-hmm. to ask us if we were going to leave. Mm-hmm. She said, are you guys leaving? I said, yep. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, Okay, turned around and walked away and then came right back over and said, is the truck empty? Yeah. Oh, my dad just wanted to know. Why didn't you Why didn't you send your nine-year-old daughter? To up? two grown men unattended. Mm-hmm. I did not want to be left alone with her. Nope. I didn't know what she'd say. Nope, 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 no. And then the next day, even better. Yep. Even better. We go back. We have some time to stop for lunch. So we go back to the shop, eat Waffle House. As we're eating, said customer from that day calls. The husband calls. Calls the office. Boss man puts it on speaker so we can hear. Mm-hmm. And he's just <clears throat> complained about basically everything we did. Your guys took too many breaks. Uh, I told them not to park here, but they parked there anyway. Uh, my kids said that they saw them throwing things off the back of the truck. Which is false. We were not throwing things off the back of the truck. He was throwing things to me so we could get the truck down stack faster. Out of the granny cab. Out of the granny cab. I like what you did there. Thank you. Yeah, it was just, it was a lot. Um, and when we explained this whole situation to our customer the second day, oh, um, very sweet older lady and she laughed her ass off she was hilarious she actually said that she wanted to listen to the granny cab so when we post this i'm sending her a link i still have her number saved Uh, what was her name uh terry shout out to terry Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah crazy stories very actually here's another story we can roll right into sweet let's do it terry's job all right so the next day after this shitty move the next day after the shitty one terry is an older lady um she was actually the sister of the woman that we were actually doing the job for because the sister tore her acl the day before so she was immobile at the time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. both of them sweet ladies very sweet woman um and at the unload, the load went really smooth. Mm-hmm. It was a good day. Lady was joking with us. She actually told us that we had about an hour of downtime in between during uh, closing on the new house where we were able to go to Waffle House. What? You don't see the table shaking. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where we could go to Waffle House. Uh, hang she out, bought it for us. And she actually bought us lunch at Waffle House. What a sweet lady. Very sweet. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Terry. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know. Just, mm. um, but we sat down and we hung out for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we get to the unload, they say, "Hey, we've got this kid here. How old do you think this guy was? Maybe nineteen, twenty. He was a freshman in college, so nineteen to twenty. Say about anywhere between eighteen and twenty years mm-hmm. old. Um, and he, if I can just describe this kid, skinny, probably about six two. Would you say pretty tall yeah, kid? About my height. Yeah. About six foot six two. Uh, he was wearing. Short shorts. Short shorts. And this was the day it was sleeting. So pretty yeah, cold it, out. It was sleeting windy. snow, uh, windy as hell. Short uh, shorts. On and off, rain mm-hmm. and sleet. Uh, t-shirt. Yep. Gold chain. Yep. White Air Forces. Yes. Nailed that, it. That was on his the outfit. Head. On the head. Nailed it. Remember it like it was yesterday. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. Uh, but anyway, we are unloading this truck and they say, hey, 
he's going to help you. Free labor. Okay. It's almost as good as child labor. Child labor. Which is awesome. Is what Terry told us. And, you know, just again, shout out, Terry. Mm-hmm. We love you. Uh, if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> um, but he's unloading it with us and he's trying to make small talk. Mm-hmm. Now, if you know anything about moving heavy furniture or doing a job that is um, based on time where you're trying to speed up, small talk really isn't much of an option. Mm-hmm. So he thinks we're being rude. Yeah. But really, we're just flying past him. Yeah. You know, I'm picking up mattresses by myself, taking them upstairs. You know, I'm trying to impress my girl, Terry, and her sister. Oh, yeah. Um, But later, he he comes up and he's trying to make friends with this guy, Zakel, on our job. And he's telling him, man, you got to come down to the frat parties, dude. Bro. He said, dude, I play lacrosse for UT, dude. And like, oh, dude. Wicked. He said, it's wicked, bro. That's, that's kind of how we talked. Dude. The most douchebag person I've ever met in my life. And what was it? It was later on. He, um, oh, yeah. He, he looked at my Converse. Now, I've been wearing these Converse since the day I started working at All My Sons. And they are they look rough. high top Converse wrapped up in duct tape. They're because falling they're apart. falling apart. Mm-hmm. That tape came off and you can see his foot. And the guy looks at my shoes and then he looks at his and he goes, oh, man, I shouldn't have worn my Air Forces today. They're getting dirty. We're like, yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. He, he also goes goes on to mention, he's like, yeah, I work out and lift weights, but this is nothing like lifting yeah, weights. He bro. said, this is nothing like lifting weights, dude. And he's barely carrying a trash bag full of stuff. <laughs> And he's huffing and puffing. As we're like lifting up dressers die. and pianos and safes and whatnot. He's like, yeah, man, it's just so different. It was kind of funny. Yeah, it, it was funny. It was kind of funny. He had good intentions. Yeah. I mean. Not going to hate him. Nice but kid, but. Really nice. Douchebag. Helped out a lot. Definite douchebag. Yeah. Um, Still need to go down to the frat bra one day. Now, here's one. One of my first jobs mm-hmm. as a crew chief. No, crew chief is somebody who drives the truck, does the paperwork. It's kind of basically the, leads the job. Leads the job. He's kind of the head guy on the job side. Mm-hmm. Now, my first day of being a crew chief, uh, maybe not my first day, but I'd say somewhere within my first week or two of being a crew chief, mm-hmm. I went and I moved this this woman, probably I don't know, mid thirties, forty maybe, and there was a cedar chest mm-hmm. at the end of her <clears> bed. <throat> And we move all sorts of things. You never question it. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do you need me to take? They point, you know, dresser, bed, nightstand, table, whatever. Okay, not a problem. Well, as she's showing us her bedroom and telling us what we can and can't take and what she wants done, she she keeps pointing at this chest and saying, but don't move that. I'll take that myself. Don't take that. I don't which, know if you've heard Which this would one. raise some suspicions to me of. What is in that chest? Yeah, I don't think I've told you this one before. I, I don't would. think so. But I, I would be curious of exactly. what is in that chest so that I'm, we can't move. I'm curious, right? So as the day goes on more and more, I was the one breaking down and wrapping up her master bedroom. Mm-hmm. And she keeps popping in there going, remember, don't take the chest. I'm like four or five times. Really? Remember, don't take the chest. Wow. Don't take the chest. Don't take it. Something okay. Secret. Okay. So I'm thinking, what in the hell is going on, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I'm not going to snoop. I'm not going to look in it. You know, she's told me multiple times not to touch it. You know, there could be a body. There could be guns. There could be anything, mm. right? Don't touch it. Well, finally, she comes in and we start making small talk, talking to her a little bit. And finally, I just had to pop the question. I said, what is so important about that chest? You know, is it sentimental value? Is it what is it? You know, I just want to know why can't we move it? You know, so she finally goes, oh, so you want to know? I said, I mean, yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm interested. You've yeah. been dragging me on all day on this. We're almost done with the job. I just kind of want to know. She says, oh, those are, you know, my toys. Oh, really? She opened that thing and it was like entering an adult store. Wow. Nothing but dildos, <laughs> plug, like everything wow. you could think of in that chest. Wow. Yep. That's that's something else. Yep. Hmm. You got one? Yeah. It was my actual first day being a crew chief. We moved this office mm-hmm. building to downtown. And there was a guy named, his name was Jim. He was one of the older guys who worked there. And we're moving his office out. And he leaves the room. And I'm talking to one of the newer guys we were working with. Working with, I think it was his first day. Mm-hmm. 
walking down there showing him. And about that time we walked in, the lady that we were working for who booked the job, she walks in behind me without me knowing. And mm-hmm. I say, this is old Jimbo's office. And she kind of got flustered at me. Really? She said, that's not his name. We call him Jimmy Mac. Jimmy Mac. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. no. Nope. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean nothing bad by it. Okay. But Jimbo's office was not acceptable at all. Um, What else? I hmm. Oh, the one me me and you did um, with uh, Shaky Man. Oh, Shaky Man? Yeah, you remember that? Um, the photos? Ooh. That's a good one. Ooh, so we're moving this lady. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can almost remember her name. Oh. I don't remember. I can't her. remember her name, but I can anyway, remember it's, it. Anyway, it's a mother. Um, two kids. Two kids. Divorced. Divorced. I don't think there was a father in the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, beginning of the job, we're thinking we're not doing this job. Yeah. We're not doing it. She's not ready. She was uh, not ready n- at Nothing all. is boxed up. There's still stuff in her attic. Her garage is packed full. Like, she's mm-hmm. not ready to be moved. Give her a couple more days. Yeah. Well, she can't have a couple more days. She's got to be out by tomorrow. So now we're thinking, okay, we'll take care of this woman. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. We'll try the best we can. But I do need to let you know that it'll probably be a two-day scenario. And it turned out to be a two-day scenario. Yep. And she was okay with that as long as we got her out of that house mm-hmm, that tonight. Night. So we stayed up real late. We did it. Me and um, one of my friends, Wesley, actually went and unloaded a partial um, truck. A partial truck. I'd say a good half of a truck Just that night. Just to get night. her beds and mattresses yeah. and stuff set up get so they could sleep. Now, <laughs> now, yes, we left. Okay, me and Wesley left, and we have basically no contact with the other half of the crew at the original house. Mm-hmm. So I'll let him tell his side of the story here in a minute. But I leave me and Wesley, and we go unload at one of the worst accessible houses I've ever seen in my life. It I couldn't, bad. could not get the truck up the driveway without scraping the bottom. So I had to park at the street mm-hmm. to then go up a, what would you say that incline was? Very steep. Terrible. Very <laughs> steep. A very steep incline on this driveway where we had to carry everything up. Anything that was not going downstairs in the basement or the garage had to go up another set of stairs, then to the front door. And most of it was going upstairs even from there. Mm-hmm. And it's about eight, nine o'clock at night. So we're dying. We're just running this stuff as fast as we can at this point we're robots we're not even thinking Mm -hmm. just running it in and um finally we say all right we're done we got their bed set up we're done Mm -hmm. so we go to leave and we get back to this other house luckily it was pretty close we get back to pick up the other guys and you know wrap up and go home well when i get there one of our guys Sonny and parker parker comes running over to me and he hands me two photographs Mm -hmm. And he says, you're not going to believe this. Hands me two photographs. And one of them is of our customer. Both of them were. Both of them were. Oh, yeah. yeah they had to but, be. but the one was clearly her face mm-hmm. in the picture. Mm-hmm. An older photo mm-hmm. of her with her boobs out. Mm-hmm. One squeezed with a nipple in the mouth. Yes, that was. It was something else. But <clears throat> if you think about it, good thing we grabbed them because where they were at was very inconvenient for her. Mm-hmm. They were face, one was face down, one was face up in her driveway. And her parents were there and her kids were there who were probably both in middle school at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if we didn't find them, someone else would have, which <clears throat> wouldn't have been very good for her, I think. And then the other one <laughs> is unspeakable mm-hmm. of what was in that one. Mm-hmm. Let's just say it was very good. so anyway what we decided to do with the pictures the next day because it was a two-day move overnight we get there and then right before we leave blake does something we were gonna keep them yes we're gonna keep them hang them up in our truck and let everyone see them and whatever and have them almost as trophies Mm -hmm. um but instead what we did may have been even worse Mm -hmm. we we took the pictures we wrapped them up in a piece of paper now, what we wrote on the piece of paper was we found these in the garage, mm-hmm. face down on the floor. Still looking hot AF. Still looking hot AF. We'd love to see the rest hit us up. Our phone number, love, Parker and Blake, XO, XO, XO. And while I was doing paperwork with him, with her, uh, getting ready to leave, Blake runs up to the master Puts them under her phone charger. 
So she had to see him. She had to see him. We never got a phone call, though. Never got a phone call. Never got a phone Very call. Very disappointed. She was probably too embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Just really quickly threw him away. Also found some... Fuzzy handcuffs. Fuzzy handcuffs, yeah. Which are still, to this day, hanging up in the truck. Mm-hmm. Beautiful red fuzzy handcuffs. Beautiful red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you got any other stories? Um, I don't know. Save from some for the next... Uh, yeah, none that really come to mind right now that are just stand out, really. We'll write some down yeah. and get better ones. The It Broke and The Picture Lady. Yeah, those were really two very good hot topics. I'll probably right remember those for a while. Oh, yeah, 100%. We'll have to think of some others. Yeah. Um, well. I think it's time. It for, is time for the finale. Been waiting on this one. The final segment. Now, mm-hmm. this is one that we would like to... I think we we want to coin it mm-hmm. almost. I think we want to really incorporate this into every episode of the podcast. Oh yeah, I mean, just you, because you could do this every week. Every week we could do this. Okay, mm-hmm. so what what we're gonna do is we're gonna start a new segment, mm-hmm. a segment that I think everyone can get behind. Oh yeah. Now, even if you don't do a podcast, you can do it. I think you could do it. I think you could do it. Call up your friends. Mm-hmm. Get them on the phone. Get them in a group chat. Get them in a group chat. Start a Snapchat group chat. Mm-hmm. We made one for work. Yeah. Now listen, it's time for Bash Your Boss. Bash Your Boss. Take it away, Parker. So our boss, we have three in the office, but the one that comes to mind when we have this segment mm-hmm. is a fella by the name of Hunter. Mm-hmm. You know, how would you Hunter, just, what's his middle name? We won't drop last, yeah. but what's his middle? What because his? we have another Hunter as well. Yeah. What is his middle name? His middle name is Shelby. Mm. Hunter Shelby. Yeah, that right there is just a red flag. I'm it, pretty sure itself. it is. Yeah. Right? I have no idea. I'll have to look him up. You keep talking, I'll find but this. How would you describe him? He's what? Fat. Five four, big as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe two. gained weight. Now, little little yeah, little bit of inside, mm-hmm. you know, story here. Hunter Hopstein was brought up on the the trucks working with us. Uh, I actually trained him on the trucks to be a mover and to be a driver and to work and do all these things. Now that he's in the office, he weighs a good three fifty. Mm-hmm. When he was on the the trucks, my man was still thick, mm-hmm. but not dummy thick. You know, thick enough. He was thick enough, mm-hmm. and now he's what would you call it? Too thick, double thick, double thick, mm-hmm. quarter pounder mm-hmm. with, cheese. with cheese. That's yes. what I'm saying. Um, the other day he came out to actually help me with a job. Really, he did. Um, he put on hump straps and the love handles on that guy. He has now. You could pick him up by those sticking out of the hump straps. And hump straps are just shoulder dollies. You pick up heavy stuff with them. This man, he is a hoot. So he, let's see here. He wrecked his car. Well, another guy wrecked his car. <laughs> and another one of our bosses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It has been in this shop since like November. Uh, in February, he was like, yeah, it'll be fixed this weekend. It is still there. His haircut is just, oh, oh God, word. He's, he's got a quaff. He, he needs to shave that. Like it, It's bad. Bad, bad. It's looking rough. Every single day, I have to teach Hunter. I almost said his last name. Oh. I have to teach Hunter Mm -hmm. how to be a man. Yeah. He is supposed to be our boss. He is supposed to be in charge of everybody. And yet, here I am. Now, mind you, he's three years younger than me. Mm -hmm. But he is in the Army Reserves. Mm -hmm. And he is supposed to be a leader there as well as a leader in our office mm-hmm. for our company. Mm-hmm. Yet me, a simple employee, mm-hmm. just a simpleton, has to teach him how to be a man day in and day out. Mm-hmm. This man, ooh, the nerve of this man the other day. Mm-mm-mm. He wanted to say that he was not our boss. He wanted to sit back and say, no, I'm not your boss. Don't call me that. I'm not your boss. I'm your leader. Now, how can you lead from sitting in a chair behind a desk? And Tell me that. Leave them down in the comments below. <laughs> that message, I'm not your boss, with some of the dumbasses that we work with, uh, could be taken the totally opposite way mm-hmm. in what he meant it. He had mm-hmm. good intentions. He mm-hmm. did. But he could have reworded that a lot better. Um, but, oof. That man. I mean, this guy. That man. Whew. But, 
He's a good man. I like him. Good he's, boss. He's a good kid. He actually got me the job there. Regret it, but it's cool. What else can we say about Hopstein? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Hopstein. See, is. you did it too. You did it too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, his name is Hunter Hopstein. <laughs> you just got to hit that or it'll go off. I know. I'm just trying to figure out which one. The alarm. Oh. <laughs> no, hit, hit classic. Classic alarm. Oh, shit. That is my uh, everyday wake-up alarm for <laughs> okay. work. At 6.30, that'll go off. Um. So, anyway... Now that we've said it. Yeah. It, it Mr. Hunter Shelby Hops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he's fat. He's lazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he showed me his uh, Uber Eats receipts on his computer one day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably spent a grand in Uber Eats in a month. I do love him, though. I do love him. Love him to death. He's just a little kid. Mm-hmm. He's just a little kid. Bless his heart. <sighs> Bless his heart. Should we do our other bosses? Well, no, because I love Hyatt. Yeah, I love Hyatt, and then the other one might take it the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. idea. So we have a good hunter and a bad hunter. Yes, uh, yeah. there's a good hunter. There's a bad hunter. Mm-hmm. Well, you're talking about the bad hunter, just so you know. The bad hunter is bad, and the good hunter is good, and you can tell because of the way that they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day we might get one of, if not both of them, to come on the, the pod. Mm-hmm. You know, the cast, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the cab, if you would. Actually. Ooh, come on the cab. I like that. I oh. like that. The granny cab. Hold that thought. Speaking of the cab. Yes. If you don't know what a granny cab is, it's the part above a box truck that sits above the cab of the truck. We little extra storage. Back to the douchebag kid. Yes. We, we get the oh, truck shit. emptied. He slaps the granny cab, which is part of the truck. Like, same walls, same everything. He says, is this going with us or with you? And we're like, what? And he says this. He said, and then Blake says, that's part of the truck. He says, oh, okay. All right. And then he carries a bag in and whew, it was just, it was funny. Just one of those things. Just uneducated. <laughs> Kids retarded. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just something that stood out. But hmm. Okay. Um, but we'll definitely have to get some guests from mm-hmm, the office. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Heath would be a good guest. Heath would be a loud guest. R.I.P. Heath. R.I.P. Heath. Heath lives. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Pool Cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? I don't think I ever met him, actually. You don't know Pool Cat? I don't think I ever met him. Pool Cat isn't a person. Really? I didn't you don't know? know okay. Didn't know all right, that. All right, all right, all right. So Pool Cat, the story behind Pool Cat. On the back of almost all of our trucks, it says R.I.P. Pool Cat, written in the dust and the grime. Now, it's written on the sidewalk outside the All My Sons office as well. It has become a legend to this company and to everyone that works here. You hear this story daily. Now, Pool Cat, I believe, is... No longer a thing, but a a god. Mm-hmm. A legend. A legend. Just like Richard Villa Hilty, who we will get into in another podcast because we're running out of time. But if I can wrap up the pool cat story in six minutes or less. So Richard Villa Hilty was actually on this job. So was Ryan. Um, I believe Hunter was on this job at one point. The bad hunter. Uh, Jake, yes. Mm. Jake. A uh, couple of other guys, some that do not work here anymore, some that still do. All right. And we might actually have to get one of them on here to tell the story more firsthand mm-hmm. because I actually wasn't on the job, mm-hmm. but I was there. I was working here the day that it happened. So I got firsthand storytelling from it and pictures. So this crew goes to the job. This place is disgusting. I mean, hoarders nightmare. Now, typically when something like that happens, there's two options. We leave immediately. Second, we contact the wrong person in the office and they tell us, grab what you can. So grab what you can means tell her that everything she owns is disgusting. Tell her that everything she owns is disgusting and that it should not be a thing. Okay, we're not taking it. It's just not happening. Um, But what we can take are these three items right here because they are not covered in shit. 
So that's what they did. They decided today we're taking this stuff. So they grabbed a couple of things. Um, they grabbed a couple of items that were not nasty and they loaded them and they got out. Now, unbeknownst to the first crew, <clears throat> they came back the next day with some different guys and they planned on taking everything mm. because our company sucks sometimes and they decided that they'd rather have money than work in a safe, clean environment. So they went back and they went to grab this stuff. Now, this lady was psychotic. There was a dead cat floating in the pool. Straight up, dead, bloated, nasty cat floating in the pool. And Richard Villahilty, RIP, the legend, goes up to this woman and says, you want me to get that out of there for you? And he, she goes, well, sweetie, you don't have to do that. And he says, ma'am, I'll get it out of there for you. Don't worry. So this country redneck buffoon walks over with a pool net and scoops this cat out of the pool and smacks it down on the concrete. So now, R.I.P. Pool Cat. So that's where that came from. That is where that came from. Gotcha. See, I didn't know that until just now. R.I.P. Pool Cat. R.I.P. Pool Cat. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to get maybe Wesley on here. He'd be a good one. Wesley would be a good one. Wesley would be a good one. Bad Hunter. Bad Hunter might be a good one. Yeah. Might be a good one. Couple of people. Yeah, a couple of people, but. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully we'll get better at this podcast thing. Hopefully. Hopefully some people will listen. Hopefully some of you are well, listening right now. I've got at least one guaranteed viewer. Uh, Hobson. Miss Terry. Miss Terry. Miss Terry. Shoot her the link. I will shoot her the link. I don't know if we're going to upload this like tonight. Or, or want to wait until. Until next Saturday. And just kind of edit it throughout. Yeah. I don't know. We're we'll going to have to get better at it. See you'll, what's up. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You're listening to it right now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Who knows? You don't know when we film it. I don't know. It's really hard to fill time. It really is. Well, it's not really hard, but once you kind of run out of things, it's just... Once you start thinking about time uh and you start thinking about what you're talking about, you forget what's going on Mm -hmm. and you start like realizing, oh shit, I'm just filling time with words. Mm -hmm. Like this doesn't... I can't do this. Yeah. But when you're not thinking about it, when you can get carried away, that's why I think having a third person in the room to look at and kind of join in Mm -hmm. a little bit might make it a little easier. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, time will make it easier or whatever. But that's 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 a struggle, Mm -hmm. you know, not only that, but we're literally talking to a microphone right now with no one listening to it. We're not talking to anybody. No, no one could even listen to this. Yeah, it could just be us Mm -hmm. sitting here for eternity. Carrie might not even talk in. She might not even get past the first. I mean, hell, it's. It's an hour. Yeah. It's an hour worth of content. She's a busy lady. An hour worth of us just rambling mm-hmm. nonstop, sounding like buffoons. Yeah. We Cussing have, a lot. We will have to get into your body herpes next week. Yeah. My body herpes are really fucking bad, dude. Yeah. They're rough for him. I got body herpes. He's been scratching all out all the whole hour. You can probably hear it. Yeah. Ugh. It's rough out here. It's but. really rough. Do we have to wait until it gets to exactly an hour or can we just end it? I feel like 59 minutes is good. You think 59 minutes is good? We really can't fill one more minute worth of content? We could. Um, If any of you want to see video, Mm -hmm. let us know. Let us know. We're probably going to put up a good like maybe 10 episodes maybe uh, without video Uh and then eventually add video to it. Anything you want us to talk Um, about, let us know. Yep. Yep. Whatever we need to talk about, let us know. Talk about anything. Comments. Uh, suggestions, <clears throat> concerns. How many segments did we fill? Uh, let's look at my notebook here. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, four, four five, five. Five. So we did five? We did five. So we can fill if an hour. count hour's... the intro and weekly recap as individual ones, we did okay. five. So we can fill an hour's worth of time with about five or six mm-hmm. segments. So let us know what you would want to hear in different segments mm-hmm. 
different topics, different things that we Anything. can get caught away and just start talking. Um, All right. 36 seconds. Um, but anyway, here in about a couple seconds, somebody's going to tell us to stop talking. Finally. Finally. So yeah. we're just going to go ahead and end it. But questions, comments, concerns. Questions, comments, concerns. Email is open. Mm-hmm. Comments are open. Uh, just let us know. Messenger pigeon and telegraph. We're getting the telegraph up uh, this weekend, I believe. Yes. So just buzz. <clears throat> just. Yeah. That'll be up and running soon. Messenger pigeon. They know where to go. Um, tune back in anytime for uh, the granny cab. Granny cab. We should get better at that. The granny, granny cab. cab. There you go. Peace out.